1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe
0: episode 162. I am Jake Ellenbogen. He is former Ram linebacker, Cam Stradamus, AKA Cameron Lynch. I had to throw it in there. I messed up the last time I, we we got it back, man. We we, we're in the groove. Appreciate,
1: appreciate that.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So today uh, Cam and I are going to, Not break down the schedule, but kind of, I guess, I mean, you know, we're going to go through the Ram schedule and give our thoughts on it. Um, We definitely have a lot of thoughts. Mm -hmm. I think before that cam, we should definitely talk a little bit, not not a ton, but a little bit about um, the videos, you know, because everybody, I mean, it's, it's a big, big thing, right? Everybody talks about it. Everyone's talking about the Titans. I'm talking about the chargers. I like the Titans though. They gave me a good chuckle, but um, yeah. What yeah. were your What were your thoughts overall on these scheduled release videos? Because I thought there were some that like totally understood the assignment, if you will, nailed it, and yeah. are being talked about the next day at the water cooler, uh, you know. But then there are others that didn't quite understand the assignment. Uh, <laughs> maybe they focused too much on celebrities and you know people that I don't know aren't really that big of a deal compared to. The whole nature of what you're trying to do with the, the schedule. So, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. you know, where did you stand on that?
1: Yeah, you mentioned Chargers being your favorite schedule release, so Jake. I, I think you give them the you give them the trophy back to back, right? Like Joker, you know, from the Denver Nuggets, back to back MVPs these past couple of years. The charge get the same thing, right? And so when it comes to their anime release, I'm a big anime guy, Jake. Not everyone's a big anime anime person, but just the concept, you understand it. If you're a fan or not, you're like, oh, okay, I get this. Some other releases, you see them and you're like, I have no idea what they're doing. And so, like you said, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna chat through that, right? And I think the big thing is when it comes to storytelling, right? Deliver the message. What's the, the the message that you want to be delivered? Of course, it's the schedule, but some people have funky ways of doing it. The Chargers they love to take shots. Jake, I realize the Chargers. I mean, they have some comedians on that group. They got some people who hold grudges because they they don't they don't hold back. I mean, they cross every line that's that's crossable <laughs> in a creative way. And you know, we're in California, so you got to be able to show that creative ability. The Rams are playing the first game of the preseason, so. Shout out to the Chargers for getting that, and then, like you said, the Titans—they took. I think they take number two, Jake, just because of the Chargers are consistent. The Titans take number two because of their ingenuity and the authenticity. They were very authentic with their with their message, so that's why the Titans. Great job by you guys uh, down downtown Nashville and getting some funny responses there, Jake. What are your thoughts on on those videos? I, I
0: agree with that, and you know, I think it's what's funny is that you know the Chargers did the same thing, right? You know, they did it last year. I think the greatest one ever created uh do you remember the Game of Thrones one I think the Falcons did it if I'm not mistaken mm-hmm. it was either the Falcons or the Saints I don't remember which one but it was back when Game of Thrones the last season was out and it was just perfect timing to you know basically take something that is so rich in pop culture at the moment and then find a way and the Bears did the same thing with uh the Bear that show I haven't watched it but they like yeah. kind of recreated that show. uh which I thought was you know interesting there um, you know there were different ones the the escape room was see I think they're interesting ideas Cam but I think at the end of the day to stick by the model of it's a slideshow showing you which games these teams are playing um, I think is the right way to do it but you see the all different ways the problem I see with some teams is that like for instance you know you had the TikTok ones right and I mean there are multiple teams that did it I know the Rams did it
1: the Rams, but, <laughs> let's, let's call it the elephant in the room. The Rams did the TikTok. Yeah, but, <laughs> so it's all but the,
0: the TikTok ones are confusing. Like, I think when you're trying to get it, mm-hmm. like, if you're not in, if you're not in with TikTok it kind of goes over your head. Mm. If I were to show that to my dad, he would have been like, what the F is this? <laughs> like, he, would, he wouldn't know what's going on. Like
1: he'd be like, wait, uh, yeah, my buddy did the same yeah, thing. So
0: yeah. like, you know, like the Cardinals one that meme, like, you know, he's never seen that TikTok. but I've never seen that tick. I thought the TikTok was kind of annoying. The one with the Cardinals one, uh, that's like repeating whatever he was repeating. Um, I think that it was said best. I forget the tweet I saw, but it was like, the Titans spent X amount of dollars on, you know, high, high level equipment, um, cinematic cameras, all of that. And they got celebrities. They paid a lot for celebrities um, and they didn't even pay. Like, they paid like a small fraction of that doing something that took an um, hour editing, uh, just interviewing, we'll say, for lack of a better term, uh, tipsy people. Uh, In Nashville, Um, (laughs) just interviewing random people in Nashville, uh, basically like, all right, here's the logo. This two are playing. Tell me who this is. And they'd be like saying something. That's not what it is. And that got (laughs) 60,000 more views than what they did last year with the crazy camera and stuff. I think this kind of goes to show you is that when you're taking content, content's content, it is, but you can overthink things. And just because you have a better camera or just because you throw a celebrity in there does not mean that it's instantly the best content. If you spend the most money in it, it doesn't mean it's the best content. You know, it's actually, it reminds me of something actually. Um, in my, uh, I want to say sports marketing, it might've been my entrepreneurship class. I think it was American entrepreneurship class uh, back in high school. My friend Sam and I uh, were partnered and, you know, we had to do a jingle. You know, it was like this, this jingle for like a, you know, a company, right. Trying to sell something. So we had the idea. I don't know if you ever heard the band All Time Low, um, but they had kind of a song that had a cool tune. So we thought we would kind of use a jingle based on that. And we created a song about Baja Blast to like support Taco Bell and all these other people like didn't quite put in the same effort we went in the studio we recorded it in like a microphone and like like a whole studio right we we had it like auto-tuned to sound like exactly how we wanted it to even get like the emo sound like in the pop punk and i think sometimes you, you take it a step further and that's great um but we did and maybe we spent more so maybe it's actually defeating the point but the point still is like contents content but like when you look at like the chargers like you said just every little detail. If you stop at the Jets uh, portion of it, that's the best because that's Times Square, my guy. And you could see the Cougar uh, thing like taking direct shots at Zach Wilson because that whole, you know, I was on the floor, man. That was <laughs> and also the yeah. music was pretty fire. It was very on brand for yeah. anime. It had an anime look to it. And as you know, I'm not an anime guy. I like one anime, and that is Dragon Ball. I'm a diehard fan. If you guys haven't caught it, I've literally worn a Goku shirt on here before. Like, I, I love Dragon Ball. But, like, I even got some of the references <laughs> the ones that I don't watch, you know? Because it was cool that they're references in real life, but they're also references to anime that are, like, actually out there. And I thought that was genius.
1: yeah yeah and it's it's you mentioned your marketing <laughs> class i was getting to that it's marketing one-on-one meet people where they are jake at the end of the day meet meet people where they are and you talk about the titans they met fans where they are a lot of people probably don't know about football they probably haven't seen uh you know their favorite player this uh, their local player right they haven't seen them but what they did was they said hey a lot of people may not know about some of these teams but let us educate you right let us meet you where you are and to go back to the Chargers community." you're in california it's a big when it comes to anime it's a it's a big thing for us and so they were able to add in some of these these elements that we can understand that we can get like you said sometimes things go over your head with the TikToks. if you haven't seen that TikTok, you won't get it even though you didn't see some of those animes you still get some of the the content that's delivered so marketing 101 meet your clients where they are and some teams hit it some teams missed it that you said the bears Going to that show called the Bear, the Bear, right, um located in Chicago, that was spot on because that's what their fans do. That's what their that's what their fans understand. Nashville, those fans are on on that on that street and, and partying it out. And so, uh, one thing, Jake, I that we talked about this, but a lot of times when it comes to these these corporations, these big companies, when they're marketing to their fans. <sighs> They're not They're They're out of touch. They're out of touch a little bit. Right. Because they're not on the ground. They're not doing what those fans are doing. And so they're like, oh, this could be a great idea. You know, I saw this on TikTok and this would be great. And it's like, wait, have you even surveyed the people that you're serving? Right. Have you even talked to those folks? And it's it's evident in the pudding in these schedule releases. So, like you said, the Titans, the Chargers, they, the, the Bears, they hit the nail on the head because they know their audience. And you go to the 49ers right? We go to their music video, which we were talking about (laughs) it, right? Don't let bro cook ever again. (laughs) From one of the comments. Yeah, yeah. The 49ers, you know, they're really, they're really leaned into their community, right? Some of the people that are dancing, you know, these are people from that San Francisco community. But when you're marketing to the entire NFL, it's a a global sport, international sport. So sometimes you can get um, too locked in, or sometimes you can kind of miss the boat. So Finding that that even balance is a, is a talent. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, I think it, it's it wouldn't be that big of a deal, except it's become like a tradition now, and people literally only care because I, I'm just gonna say this, and this is blunt, and I don't care. No one is watching NFL Network for the the draft coverage. They are the uh, not draft coverage. They are watching it for schedule release. release. They're watching t- uh, Twitter. They're they're waiting for that thing to drop, yeah. and when it drops, then they're talking about it and they're talking about it for hours or they're they're an- sometimes mm. you don't you get two hours into to post schedule release and people are still talking about the schedule videos like they haven't even discussed analyzing the schedule itself and so that's how you know it's it's gotten to be that big of a deal and you don't want to half-ass it if you will so um i gotta give a shout out to the colts i thought they did a great job they understood the assignment very interesting with deforest buckner and uh, grover stewart they both were eating food. Man, I don't know how they ate that much food. I mean, that's 18, 18 <laughs> meal, well, 17 because the ram's one was uh kale and uh, essence of water. Um, <laughs>
1: but they keeping it healthy, hey, keeping it healthy.
0: Know, uh, but they had to guess based on each entree. They had to guess like who they were playing, and they did pretty well. Like Grover Stewart, I think was just there to eat. Um, <laughs> I can't say I blame him, <laughs> but uh, you could tell like To Buckner got into it. He's like, "Oh yeah!" Like, but sometimes they would like forget to have a guess because I mean, I don't know. They're eating like like brisket from Texas or whatever. It's like, man, I'd forget. Yeah. The assignment, too. So, totally get that. Uh, One thing I can't forget is the fact that betonline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, basketball, MLB, NHL, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options, your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use promo code BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts cam. We normally start with a burning question. I guess we kind of skipped that, but the burning question is still out there. I still have one for you. And I think it's very obvious where we're going with this. How good are the Rams gonna be my guy? Cause like I'm being told they're three and 14 this year, four and 13, five and 12 And I got to tell you, I don't care how this comes off. I watched Jeff Fisher win at least seven games with guys like case Keenum, Nick Foles and Kellen Clemens. I mean, no disrespect. Those are NFL quarterbacks. They're better than I would ever be, but those aren't exactly Matthew Stafford. So, OK, last year, Matthew Stafford didn't even play the full season. Mind you, that's the first thing. The second thing is that they started, what, 16 different offensive line combinations. Their almost entire secondary was injured. I think at one point it was Jalen Ramsey and they were signing guys off of practice squads to bring them on their roster. So it got to that point. Miss me with the idea that this team can't win at least seven games this year you can say maybe they don't because of injury but you could predict injuries for any team and you really shouldn't be predicting injuries because there are years where first off it's morbid but second there are injury there are years where cam (laughs) the rams have been relatively injury free so i i don't really like the idea that like, I'm seeing all this. Well, I've already said this before. This is like beating a dead horse. But Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams. Uh, now I'm seeing Drake May. Drake May. All right. All right. So have we learned nothing about quarterbacks and how, you know, it's 50-50, like one could be good, one could be bad. You could pick the right one with Drake May. And what if Caleb Williams becomes a bust? You could also pick the wrong one with Drake May and Caleb Williams becomes a star. You could get neither of them and that guy could be the best guy in the class. I mean, typically speaking, right, it's a crapshoot. So to just assume, especially with no college football being played yet, Cam, we have no idea. We've seen it before. Joe Burrow. You think anybody thought Joe Burrow was going number one overall the year prior? Joe Burrow had to work his ass off. Like Ohio State transfer, forgotten about. He leads the LSU Tigers to a championship. That team came out of nowhere. They're LSU. So in a sense, that's not necessarily true. But Burrow, you weren't. That's what I'm talking about. The the NFL draft goes through all of these things where you have a Kalijah Kansi that goes in the first round. No one knew Kalijah Kansi was going in the first round until this past year. No one was talking about him in the first round because in the first round before the season starts, you're talking about measurables. You're talking about athletic freaks. You're talking about guys that have had production to that point, but you're not taking into account that guys can have a one-year monster season uh, I mean, he didn't have a monster season, but let's not forget Anthony Richardson went fourth overall, my guy, you know, so it's not always cut and dry. I remember not long ago, no offense to Nolan Smith, who went 30th overall. I think he is a fantastic prospect. I'm excited to see him do things, but let's not forget. Wasn't that long ago? Nolan Smith, you know, the, you, you look at those mock drafts two years later, number one, overall, everyone say he's going to go number one overall, you know, there have been guys like that in the past. Okay. And it's just like cam. It's tiresome. Let this season play out. Not just the NFL season, the college football season, for Christ's sakes, because we don't know who's going to be good. We don't know. Jake Locker. Everyone was like, Jake Locker's so great. And then Jake Locker stays. He doesn't He doesn't come out and he stays. Everyone's saying he made a mistake. And then he's not the same quarterback. He has kind of a down year. He goes later in the first round, <laughs> never to really be heard of again. I mean, he he played, but wasn't great you can't assume anything.
1: Agreed, agreed. Yeah, it's, I mean, hey, it, like you said, you gotta get a full a full season to go under your belt. Um, burning question, Jake, I forgot the burning question. That you Did asked. I have a
0: burning what question?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, how good are the Rams
0: gonna be? I screamed it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay,
1: there it is, there it is. Yeah, so the, the Rams this year, um, Jake, after last year, Got to get better. Right. Got to get better. And I do believe that in this year's draft, they did get better. Uh, protecting Matthew Stafford, we talk about this, just the whole draft class. We talk about all the players that got drafted. The Rams got better this offseason. So we talk about last year's record not being too great, only winning you know a couple of games this year. I, I got them going nine and eight, Jake. I got them going nine and eight where they're going to win multiple games. Um, I think they're going to be successful. Um, it's a it's a fresh start. There's fresh coaches uh, under the hood. So I do think um, that the Rams, when it comes to Matthew Stafford, this is the time to win. You talked about it just now, right? Like not flopping for, for picks in the college, you know, career college season because what if those guys get hurt? You just talked about it, right? You never know how people will pan out. So um, really locking in this year for the Rams, leaning on some of these draft picks that they got and going out and balling and balling this year. They're starting with the seahawks for this season um and that's how they ended last year didn't end too well so they got to start off strong and the next couple people that they do play play off contention um team so aj it, it's you know we talk about this schedule we talk about what what the rams are going to face this year they they're the reigning champs right too or not reigning champs, but they won a couple years ago and so It's not going to be easy for him. It's going to be an uphill battle. And so I think the Rams helped themselves out, helped themselves out this year with the draft. So looking forward to seeing what happens.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I mean, I gave it an A-plus draft. And I I think, look, you know, it's one of those things where I was very sour about Jalen Ramsey. I mean, I know you're like sitting there like, really? Jake you did not like that move Like really uh, yeah no I I obviously I didn't like that move I didn't like The Bobby Wagner move I didn't like Leonard Floyd I don't like any of that I, I thought they honestly Should have kicked the can down the road another year If that's wrong of me fine but I think they really put themselves in a position Where they didn't have a choice you have Aaron Donald Who's coming down to the the late You know the last few years of his deal Um, You know Cooper Cup Matthew Stafford you know Les Snead has looked at it as you have those guys, they so you can remodel. I looked at it like you have those guys, you need to win now with those guys, because then when those guys go away, you know, whatever. I don't think either's wrong. And I think the Rams kind of proved that they might not actually be wrong in this. I think they might actually have a plan. Now, this does not mean that they're gonna win a Super Bowl this year. Although I'd never count out Sean McVay. And that's another thing, you know. You can't on one hand tell me you think Sean McVay is a great coach, and on another say this team's going forward and thirteen. Like they have too yeah. much talent on that he offensive d- side even if you're worried about the defense
1: i i'm sorry <laughs> he got a hey, he got dug to the hall of fame man uh miami ohio i think he has a little extra juice you know this off season uh in last season it was tough i think sean McVay. that hopefully that's the worst season of his nfl sports career in general yeah. and i think sean knows that i think like you mentioned, you don't want to count out count out Sean McVay because he's a fighter, and he's a champion, and he knows that people are talking smack. the The schedule that's that that we're looking at, Jake, it shows that the NFL is like, hey, you won, and we're gonna keep beating you down, right? You didn't do well last year, we're gonna keep beating you down. And Sean McVay, he's like, you know what? They're trying me, they're testing, they're testing and seeing, hey, are am I the Wonder Boy or, or am I not? And I think he is the Wonder Boy, Jake. Um, I think he's gonna bounce back and maybe have his the strongest season of. Hopefully his career right Af- outside of the Super Bowl yeah, win. Yeah. And then you, even going to, you know, your Aaron Donald and Matthew Stafford, um, he was talking about it at the reschedule release, right? His interview. These guys have sat out more than they've ever really sat out in their career. So they're chomping at the bit to go out and win this game. So going back to your point earlier in the show, flopping on this season, that's that's not a part of the DNA. It's not part of Aaron Donald's DNA. We don't want to waste a career like Aaron Donald's. We don't want to waste a career like Matthew Stafford. So, all of that is out of the window. Um, I think Sean McVeigh's going to come come swinging, and like I said, he has a great coaching staff to back him up. So, I think the Rams are going to be pretty dangerous this year.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think they're going to be that team that you don't want to play. Um, you know, I think they'll they'll grow into that. Uh, I I think the issue I have with this schedule is what I've been saying. You look at Week One; it's in Seattle. Okay, I think they win that game. I think they'll come out. They'll have fire under them. Uh, people will be doubting them. They'll win that game. I already see that going. Then week two, they play the Niners at home. I have a feeling this Ooh. game might be closer than people expect. I think they lose. Okay, I I think they get swept by the Niners again this year. Um, until I see it, mm. I can't believe
1: it. You said swept. You said yeah. swept. You said swept. Yeah. Jake? oh wow yeah. oh wow and, and debo did, debo did say that in one of his interviews he's like man we own the Rams." yeah well i mean he's an that kind of hurt, hurt my soul that kind of hurt myself
0: i mean he's <laughs> just an idiot like I, debo i could google <laughs> debo samuel and the first thing comes up is you crying in a towel shut up um anyway uh <laughs> week three right uh monday night football Bengals, dude the Rams have more of a chance of going 16 and one than they do of winning that game because the Bengals are out for blood. They're the better team. It's at home. It's Monday night football. A lot of these guys are very new uh, to the league. There's going to be a lot of rookies that are counted upon and you're going to have to play in a Monday night football game. Uh, the Rams notoriously get spanked on Monday Night Football. I don't know why they just do, except for the the <laughs> Chiefs game. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the the Bengals are gonna be out for blood about that Super Bowl. I think this is uh, the NFL oh, yeah. knew what they were the doing when point. they scheduled this game, uh, and to have it Week yeah, Three. Yeah. So you're going up against two teams in the first three weeks uh, that played in a championship, uh, a conference championship game. You know, Week Five you know, you, you got the Eagles after you got the car, uh, the Colts, <clears throat> the, the Rams going indie. the Rams play the Colts strong. Every time they play them for whatever reason, there's a chance that they're going to be playing. I think there's a bigger chance. They got Anthony Richardson week four, uh, then there would be, you know, obviously week one. Um, because if, if that's up in the air at any point, I think by week four, you might have a quarterback switch, you know? And so if they get Anthony Richardson, I think the guy's ceiling is astronomical, but I would take Aaron Donald in in that Rams defense uh, to get him into some problems. I think by that time you got three games under your belt. You're, you know, in my mind, you're one and two at this point, potentially Oh, and three. Uh, So this is a must win game, you know, at the first four games of the year. And I think you go into Indy. I think you win that game. Then you got the Eagles. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a tough, yeah, it's a tough slate, Jake. It's a tough slate. Um, starting off, like you said, with the Seattle Seahawks, like that's going to be a straight battle. 12th man is going to be coming in strong. So I, I, I'm, a, I'm going to call a double now and two. Hey. Um, the 49ers, though. Yeah. Yeah. The 49ers, though. That's going to be, that's going to be a little bit tough. Um, Jake, I think it's going to be a close game, though, because I'm not sure what Trey Lance, you know, how, how that's going to look. Brock Purdy. To be fair, know, we have no idea who's starting look. there. There you go. So, Therefore, it's going to be a tight game, but I don't know if the Rams will be able to pull that one off. I think it'll be like a three-point, three-to-one-point game, so I'll call that one. And then the Bengals, like you said, Zach Taylor, head coach, he's cooking. Like you said, they're going to be coming with vengeance. Uh, Aaron Donald pointed that ring finger, you know, slamming Joe Burr on his neck, you know, to close out the game. Uh, Cooper Cup uh, balling out, getting the MVP. So, yeah, I don't know if they're going to be uh, too nice to the Rams on that day. And then, yeah, the Colts. Got to go get that dub. So I see the Rams, you know, first four games, two and two. Um, hey, you're 500. That's that's not bad for the first quarter of the, of the no, season. No, and
0: then you got Philly, and uh, it's in L.A. You start a three-game homestand. I think you're more likely to lose this game because of the three game homestand and win the next two. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh is a slouch. I think the Cardinals are an easy W if, in my opinion. Uh, I think the the Rams are going to roll over the card. <laughs> like um, I don't know what their, their plan is this year, but I don't think they're going to be very good. I do think regression there's, there's regression is due for the Seahawks. I don't think they're going to be as good. Gino Smith is a one-year wonder until he proves otherwise this year. Like we you know what I mean? He showed some flashes that year he kind of filled in for Russell Wilson, but he wasn't like last year. And if he shows that again this year, then that's who he is. But was that a contract year Gino? I need to get the bag, like play an extra or is Gino legit? And I think that's what we're going to find out. So uh, yeah. that is I wouldn't discount I'm him. not dis yeah, I don't I mean to discount, discount him, legit. but we've seen this yeah, before yeah. where guy in his contract here yeah. goes off take the money and run not necessarily on purpose but peyton hillis comes to mind i mean dude's on the madden cover dude's mm. unbelievable then he gets paid and where'd peyton hillis go you know about to hire the <laughs> yeah. uh the mystery I mean, machine know- the the scooby-doo squad to, to find out because
1: i don't know where he went <laughs> <laughs> right right it, it's and to be and to be fair, you know, with Gino, he he's been balling since West Virginia. So I want to give him some credit. Um, even though Jake, I played a Syracuse. I don't like Geno Smith. You know, he plays like Geno Smith. I don't like Geno Smith.
0: It's it's this uh but yeah, like just
1: what is it? Um like a, a respect. Hate love hate. Yeah, well, love yeah. hate, yeah. Game it's recognized a game. Because I, I yeah, yeah. Like I, I've, I've seen him go through a lot. Like we've crushed him. He's been crushed. Like he's been sitting on the bench for a long time, been in the league for a while. And I'm like, he got punched in the face. Yeah, he's kind of root for people. <laughs> like, he got punched in the face. Like you kind of I won't say root for people like that because this is leaving Rams. Right, we're not rooting for the Seahawks, but just players in general. No, like, I think he's one of the good guys. Well,
0: I think that's fair to say. Yeah. I think you know, in in this league, it's shown that they just chew up and spit out quarterbacks, and you could even say black quarterbacks in this league. Um, Malik, That's, you know you Malik go. Willis. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we knew That's we knew it wasn't.
1: I, <laughs> yeah, you said it. Yeah, I mean, I had to though. I mean, that was the point I was trying to make. I was like, yeah, I appreciate. I that. mean, I appreciate. That was the yeah. point I was trying to make. Is like black quarterbacks in the NFL. Like, you know, it's it's not fun, and so. The fact that he's finding success, it's like, all right, bro, like you made it. <laughs> you yeah,
0: made it. no, I, I'm hoping, you know, speaking, of Malik, I, I'm hoping Malik Willis finds that because he was already counted out. He's a third yeah. round pick. They've already given up on him for Will Levis, who I think he's better than. But that's neither here nor there. Um, the the <laughs> Eagles, I think, is a loss. I think they got way yeah. they got way too much. But what I will say, to be fair to the Rams, we saw the Rams lose in the Super Bowl. In a close game, I mean, you could say what you will. It was 13 to three or whatever. It was pretty much zero, zero for the majority of the game that it became three through whatever. Um, I mean, we saw that 2019 Rams team and they weren't great. Like they've just missed the playoffs, but they had a down year. And fun fact (laughs) with the NFC East, it's like the last 11 years, I believe. There's been a new NFC East champion every single year can so yeah yeah. i mean are the eagles due for some regression a super bowl hangover if you will it's amazing how the narrative for the rams was super bowl hangover but for the eagles it seems to be like oh they're in the super bowl again and that's interesting to me but i'm gonna give the eagles the win there i'm gonna say the rams wax uh the cardinals at home and then i'm gonna say the rams Mm -hmm. win a very very close game against the new revitalized kenny pickett led steelers uh, they had a A plus yeah. draft. I think this game goes down the wire. It seems like those games always do. They lost a really tight game, arguably on a bad call, where Jerry Goff threw a pass and they called it a fumble. Literally threw it, passed the first down marker, <clears throat> called it a fumble, and uh <laughs> what's it, uh, Mick Fitzpatrick took it back for six. But that's the last time they played him in Pittsburgh. And I think yeah. Yeah. I think they win that game. So at that point, Cam, same here. We go what? They go two and three, then three and three, then four and three. So four and three heading to Jerry World week eight. That but,
1: but what do you have okay. to those three? Yeah, no, I like that. Um, you know, we talk about Eagles. Definitely, I want to say I want to say definite win on this, Jake. I'm going to go. It's going to be a three point game. Similar so to the 49ers, this is hopeism, right? right? Um, I'm going to go a three point game. And the reason why I say that the Eagles, their coordinators, they lost both of their coordinators, so they did really well in the draft. A plus in the draft. But with their coordinators, that means it's a little different recipe, Jake. When you you make some food for folks at home, you know, you're cooking some food and mom cooks it, dad cooks it, it's like, wait, mom does this with her food. Like, dad, you're not really getting it right. And so now that mom is not there, dad's cooking the food. Now it's like, okay, how's this going to taste? How's this going to turn out? And so with the Eagles, they have the general makeup, but when it comes to the coordinators, they're the ones calling the plays. They're, They're the ones in the kitchen cooking. And so there's a different chef in the kitchen, Jake. And so I'm going to say they're going to only win by three. Um, going to the Cardinals, like you mentioned, they're struggling, my guy. Like anytime I think of the Cardinals, I just go back to their report card that they had Jake and like how they were at the bottom and how poor that was and how the players had to pay for their food. And like, it pisses me off every time I say it. So, you know, <laughs> the Cardinals are going to take their I you
0: <laughs> going right there, man. It's, I don't think we'll ever stop bringing that up. Like, you know, the Cardinals could go for now and be like, All right, but you still like make your own players pay for their food. <laughs> like it's like that's the, that's the it's, ultimate diss. Like, bro, like are you kidding me? Your organization's poverty. But no, I, I, I kid. But but <laughs> not really. But um, <laughs> but <laughs> That's right.
1: And then yeah, win against the Steelers. Win against the Steelers, yeah. even though they're stacked, great draft. Yeah, When win against the Steelers. Um they're gonna have to shut down Najee Harris, right? Uh, Joey Porter gonna get around him and figure that Alan out. Alan Robinson but, revenge yeah, game. though. Oh, that's gonna be a juicy one. That's gonna be a juicy game there, Jake. So yeah,
0: we'll yeah, see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. Um so we, we have them going two and one in that homestand, which I think anybody at that point would sign up for. That's four and three. Going into Jerry World. Man, I'm gonna say it. I think the Cowboys are overrated. All right. The Rams have gone into Jerry world. They beat them before they they're overrated because they are the most recognized brand in football. They're the most, are the richest organization. I think it's sports now, um, including soccer sports, teams. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. They have six primetime games yeah. when, I mean, they haven't even won to. They haven't gotten past what uh, the, the divisional round of the playoffs First. since 2000. No, no. Since I was born. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I think they're overrated. I, I uh, what I find funny is everyone's questioning Matthew Stafford. The, Matthew Stafford this, Matthew Stafford that. I I saw people saying that Jalen Hurts is a glorified running back, but uh, what, which is absolutely asinine. But Dak Prescott gets a pass for everything, and it's funny because his own social media team didn't even give him that pass, which the anime actually <laughs> threw it. <in. laughs>
1: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah that's the Chargers well yeah. done and even go sorry go back go back to the Chargers schedule release they also had the the Pop-Tart release on that Twitter chain and like just just excellent like people can relate to that but back to the Cowboys great job Chargers. yeah do you
0: remember when they threw Dak on the bus like this happened but Dak threw an interception and that's why we lost or however they put it like it was like what <laughs> and uh, look Like, come on, like, come on. I've been a Dak defender. He's, he's what a third, fourth round pick. He's what's good about the NFL draft. a guy that can go and make it like Derek Carr in the second round. But yeah. He plays for the Cowboys. So he's always up here. And I think really he's here. And is he better than Stafford? Absolutely not. And I see way too much of that. He's not better than Stafford. He hasn't won anything, you know, worth bragging about. There's no excuse. They should have beaten the Niners, at least one of those times that they played him in the playoffs. They should have beaten them. Uh, Look, the Cowboys, they got better. They did through the draft. We talked about Mozzie Smith's going to help them stop the run. Um, But like their offense is overrated to me. Like, I mean,
1: yeah, they score a lot of points. They do score yeah, a lot. Of they're but, leading NFL in point scored. But it, it, it's,
0: yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think they're as great right. as being made out to be.
1: Yeah.
0: So so I'm I'm gonna stick by that. I think the Rams win that game. They got a back to back here. Yeah. Uh, I have a really ballsy prediction here. Not at all if you know how the Rams luck goes with the Packers. By the way, the Rams have played the Packers like four times in a row at Lambeau. Like we can we can play in LA again. Like, you know, I, I think it's okay now. The last time they played in LA, I was there. Okay. At the Coliseum. That's all you need to know. Um Corey Littleton went off in that game. But anyway, yeah. Sunday, November fifth. Thank God. It's not December. Like, finally, it's not going to be like snowing. Uh, that's another plus, but the Packers game cam, um, I think they're going to lose because I think at this point, week nine, plenty of, plenty of weeks for Jordan love to turn into a God by this time and give the Rams problems.
1: I'm gonna go the other way on that one, Jake. I think I think they're gonna go the other way. I think the Rams are gonna get the dub. They're gonna get the dub in, in Dallas, of course, like we talked about. But then in Green Bay, I think Matt LaFleur, I think he's had Sean McVay's number a little too long. So okay. I think, I think, I think he's had his number a little bit too long, Jake. He's the understudy. He's a little bro, Jake. Yeah, you little know, bro. Sean McVay's the big bro. And like, come
0: on. Hey, he's the little bro. Mike you LaFleur know? So, is the uh, OC. It's LaFleur yeah, you, versus uh, that's LaFleur,
1: you know. I that's what I'm that and that's what that's why I think the Rams will do a lot better this year compared to last year. Liam Cohen, love you. I know you're in Kentucky now, but I think I think the Rams will be that much better because of that Jet Sauce, right? The Jets are are so popping right now, probably because what Lafleur did, right? I mean, of course the defense great, right? And Sala great, but the offense that they had there, they were clicking. They were clicking with with Mike White, like they were figuring that out. And now the Rams, now when we have them. I think LeFleur is gonna beat LaFleur out uh out in Green Bay, but the Rams LaFleur is gonna get that dub. I'm calling the Rams with the with the W. And I think Aaron Donald's is healthy then and he, and he hey he welcomed Jordan Love to the NFL that day. <laughs>
0: Man, you're killing me because now I kinda wanna I kinda wanna change that. I mean, well, when you think about it, it's like, yeah, I mean I think I was looking more at like, yeah, Matt LaFleur just has his number, but you can't have Shanahan having his number and Matt LaFleur. like Sean McVay is going to get one of those things figured out this year. So it, it just takes one to get this win. All right, I'll go with you. I'll I'll, I'll say they win that tough road trip. At this point, they've won four straight. Right. They feel good. They go in the buy. They've won four straight, right? So we're talking about, uh, uh, let's see. I had them at what, four and three. And then they beat Dallas five and three. And they're all right, so there's six and three going into the buy. That's about as good as it can get. I think any team would sign up for that. Yeah. Completely out of the Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes at this point or whoever emerges <laughs> next year um so now we, we come off the buy this is what i would call one of those games that could be a potential downer right uh this this is one of those games where you come out and i could absolutely see them uh you know sweeping seattle but i could totally see them coming off a buy kind of eh, you know they've done it before mm-hmm. um but it's not going to happen this game. Cause I'm taking them over Seattle. Uh, I think they sweep Seattle. Okay, okay. I think they sweep Arizona. I think Seattle's due for a regression this year. And I think the Rams, mm-hmm. they should have beat them both times last year. The week 18 game was, you know, given to Seattle. I mean, we talked about that. Um, and then the other one, they yeah. just, they beat John Wolford. So believe it or not, the Seattle yeah. Seahawks have not played against Matthew Stafford since his Super Bowl winning season.
1: Oh, and that's why I, I have the Rams beating the Seattle Seahawks the first game of the season. But this game, Jake, after the bye, I'm gonna go okay, the other direction. All right, there I'm gonna we go the go other direction. <laughs> I'm gonna go the other just so we we a little balance, yeah, right? Yeah. The reason why I say that. Reason why I say that is we just talk about that four game win streak. The Rams are gonna be high, six and three. Let's go way better than last year, right? We beat our, our benchmark from last year. Sean McVay's happy. And I think they set a set a little bit. They take the they take the the gas off the pedal. And I think they they lose that game, but then I think they turn it up, right? They know playoffs around the corner. I think they they needed that loss after the bye to then say, hey guys, like we can't have a repeat of last year. Let's make a run. This is the loss we needed. Let's go. And then they just they ball out. So that's that's my prediction there.
0: Yeah. So I have seven and three, and you have what, six and four?
1: Yep, yeah, six and four. All
0: right, six and four, seven and three. Arizona, I don't care if it's, they're honestly more likely to win in Arizona because Arizona is not a home team for whatever reason. Kyler might be back in this game. I literally wouldn't bat an eye. I mean, it does not matter. They have, you know, they had that one fluke win in LA, uh, two years ago. Um, I mean, if that means that they get back to the Super Bowl and that's what they have to do, if that's the, how the prophecy becomes true, by all means I'll take the week six loss. But I don't think it's gonna happen. I think Arizona has a chance to be in the Caleb Williams slash whatever sweepstakes. Uh yeah, and I they're gonna have to make a decision there because they have Kyler. But I'm gonna say the Rams win that. <clears throat> Can't believe I'm saying it. They're going eight yeah. and four so far. I think they beat Cleveland yeah. nine and four. And then this is where it gets mm-hmm. tricky. You're around week fourteen you're feeling good. They've won a lot of games in my mind, like in a row. I mean, so they've won, let's see, uh, in a row, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, they're on a seven game win streak. Sean, if has caught fire, but what happens to the Rams every time around December, right? Or no win November. I mean, we always talk about that, but I actually think they're going to be better this year, December though, right around the end of the year gets a little weird. And so cam, I'm going to say this right now. I think the Rams are losing two straight I think they're going to lose to Baltimore and I think they're going to have one of those stinker games um, that every team has like on paper. Why would Washington win? Why would you pick up? It's one of those things, man. I think they're going to go through a, a quick two game losing streak to get uh, ready, you know, for week 16, 17, 18. Um, so I had the Rams at eight and four, nine and four, nine, and five, nine, and six uh, dropping that to the Ravens and Washington. Uh, nine and six, uh, there. So that, that's what I have.
1: Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So, Jake, what I'll say is, I think the Rams, of course, they beat the Cardinals. Uh, they beat the Browns, like we talked about. Um, uh, they lose to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. They lose to the Ravens. To Lamar J- Lamar Jackson. They're going to be in Baltimore. It's going to be cold as all get out out there. So, I think they lose to Baltimore. Um, they beat Washington because. They were. They already dealt with the a DC team. They're like, you know what, hey, they're not gonna get the better of us, so we're gonna win one out of those two. So I say they beat the Commanders, the Saints. Now, Jake, haha, the last game of the season. It's on Amazon Prime Video Thursday Night Football. Like I said, last game of the season, kind of get ready for the playoffs. What does that look like? A little, a uh, uh, little payback from a couple years ago with the flag and you know missing their playoff chance. Talk about the Saints. So. I think the, the Saints get a little revenge around that holiday um, game, Week 16 game. So I think the Rams lose that game, but I think they beat Washington. They lose to the Baltimore. And they also beat Cleveland and Arizona.
0: So I had, I I was mistaken. I had nine and five because you changed my mind on the Packers game, <sighs> making it difficult for me. Yeah. Uh, Ten and five. Yeah. I had taken down the Saints. And then they got the Giants. Um, New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, at MetLife and then the 49ers on the road. So I'm going to say the Rams lose to the 49ers in week 18. So that would make it mm-hmm. 10 and six. And then oh, man, damn it, Cam. Ooh. I'm looking at 11 and six. I think they beat the giants. Yeah. I had 10 and seven going into it, but I think you're right. Um, I, and honestly, all these games are winnable. I mean, at the end of the day, like, except for the Bengals game, and I really feel like the Bengals game is the only one that really feels not winnable. I mean, the Rams could come out and they could have the 49ers number. It could be a different. I mean, it's almost a different squad. I mean, really, you know, Mm -hmm. so they could come out if they win that home game. I think they got that monkey off their back. They won't lose enough. They won't get swept again by the 49ers under Sean McVay. So that week two game yeah. is massive. I wish it was week one. If you're going to play a team, I'd rather see them get that out of the way. Cause if they could start off the season with that win, that would be so awesome for that confidence boost. But yeah, it's going to be, it's a weird year because it's like the Rams, I think are clearly going to be better than the consensus believes. I think it was Mike clay. I could be wrong on his name, but ESPN five and 12, like, you, you think they're literally the same as last year with all those injuries? You can't predict
1: injuries. Zero zero respect. Yeah. Yeah, zero respect, my guy. I mean, He didn't watch the draft. He didn't watch the draft. Yeah,
0: <laughs> well, there's also people that think they drafted poorly, too, including some anonymous, and I love this, anonymous AFC executives think the Rams reached on the majority of the picks, even criticized their draft process, saying this is why they miss out on certain guys. So here's my thing. If I was an anonymous dude, I call in and say, yeah, I'm an anonymous guy. And I say, Sean McVay is trash. Um, No one knows who I am. There's no weight there. So like, look, if it's an anonymous AFC guy and that AFC guy works for the Cleveland Browns, I don't give a rat's ass what you say. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Another thing I'll say, (laughs) Cam, is that I've been hearing a lot of Mr. Bean over there in Buffalo who keeps running his mouth. Okay, the, the GM, Mr. Bean. <laughs> well, Mr. Bean, let me just tell you right now. Okay, your team has not won a Super Bowl. Okay, you haven't even gotten to the Super. You haven't even won the the AFC championship game with this current roster with Josh Allen, a generational type of thrower of the football uh, with Stefan Diggs with that defense, nothing. You were only believe this or, or not, Kim. I actually didn't realize it. They've only been in one AFC title game in the last three years. Mm, one brutal so brutal this is what i'll say yeah if brandon bean is going to sit there and say well we don't want to have to blow it up the way the rams did and try to like poo poo on the what the rams are doing look i didn't entirely agree with what the rams are doing but no one can talk the rams want a super bowl if you're not the rams the chiefs the eagles the patriots any of those teams that have recently won super bowls in the last five years then shut up your opinion does not matter you, you're <laughs> yeah. not winning anything
1: <laughs> yeah hey every everyone has an opinion everyone's an expert at this point right and it's like how can you be an expert when you you ain't win a championship what what's <laughs> so, the term hey,
0: opinions are like assholes everyone has one
1: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly what uh, and what's chris brown saying is um how you trying to get out? Uh, he's like, how are you trying to fight outside the club when you can't even get in or something like that? It's like a song that <laughs> no, he has. That, that's but yeah, facts man, it's though. Like, hey, like, yeah. Like hey, it's a, it's a, it's a club in here that it's a, it's an exclusive group. You can see through its glass doors, windows, but you're outside the club brother. Yeah. <laughs> so it, 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 it be like that sometimes, Jake, and a quick question for you. Who did you have? What did you have for the giants and the 49ers? Who'd you say you said win for the against the giants, I agree. And then the 49ers week 18 Rams versus 49ers. What did you say for that
0: one? I think the Rams lose that game. I think the Rams are getting swept. I'll just say though, if the Rams win week two, then I think that monkey's off their back for good. They just need to win one regular season game and they're fine. And I do think they have a shot, which is why I think you and I both said week two is close because this is a different squad. There's about 18 guys remaining from that Super Bowl team. I I mean, I don't know the exact number it's around. That is what I'm saying. So I mean, that's a lot of new bodies that weren't there that haven't experienced that losing mentality that that getting waxed, you know, in in front of the public. And also none of these games are on national uh, national TV. So, I mean, I'll just be honest, like the look. I know I'm, I'm saying 11, six, I'll say 11, six slash 10, seven. I still, I'm still iffy on that Packers game. You, you, you converted me, but I feel like <laughs> Friday, it, it's a happy day. I'm feeling good. Maybe if you told, you said that on Saturday, I would have been like, eh, but you know, it's Friday, right? So, so we're feeling good here. Might, you know, fluctuate, but it's 10, seven, 11, six. That's how I have it. I have double digit wins. Right. Yeah. But what I will say is that I can't gloss over the NFL screwed them in this schedule, like five games mm-hmm. with one o'clock frames. Now, mind you, I'm saying one mm-hmm. o'clock for me, Eastern time, right? But I'm talking like Pacific time. That's 10 a.m. So,
1: yeah, tough. they
0: it's like you know, there's a give and take when it comes to schedules, and there's a lot of phone calls that are being made. And it's like, hey, we want you to go here if you take on this, you know, then we'll give you this game, right? We'll we'll stop you from having to go a back-to-back road trip if you take on this game at 10. And there's a lot of negotiations and stuff. I don't think people realize how much goes into the schedules because you have to literally make a schedule that works for all 32 teams. And by works, just like it mathematically makes sense. But I don't see any... I see take from the NFL. I don't see give on the schedule. They only get two national t- uh, you know nationally televised games, which I think is absolute horseshit because what I'll say is right now, Chargers haven't done anything and they have six, okay? The Cowboys have six because like we talked about, right? I know they were bad last year, the Rams were. I mean I've seen teams get four a year after they were six and ten, right That's one game more than the Rams yeah. won last year. So my thing here is that I understand you know the Rams might not be great. They're, they might not be a Super Bowl team, um, but <laughs> to only get two and to only get two against the Saints and the Bengals, I, I just felt like they totally gypped them on that. The five uh, Eastern time, you know, the the 10 a.m. games, the one 1 p.m. Eastern time games, uh, that was BS. And then two back-to-back road trips. You talk about the, the Dallas Cowboys and the, the Green Bay Packers. That's going to be a tough one. Even though we have them winning both. Uh, And then the Giants and the 49ers, which is ridiculous, man. So you're telling me they're going to go to MetLife and then the next week they have to play their arch rival on the road? So their last game of the year is week 16 at home. And I don't love that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I I feel you on that, Jake. Um, You know, at the end of the day, the Rams did not play well last year, right? They did not. After after going so high up winning the super bowl and then having that drop to be honest like hey man like we can't we can't reward you if you're not execute you know executing right i think a lot of times when it comes to fans if the rams win the super bowl they're like hey we're expecting these guys to win some games and they're plummeting every i mean jake we were we were here yeah. On saturdays and Sundays we're recording on mondays we're recording and it was depressing as hell and so the people who are scheduling this this these games they're probably like look dude we're not sure how y'all gonna be this year we're not gonna risk it let's just kind of let's give you two let you be happy and say, you know not cuss us out but like y'all y'all disappointed everyone and their mother last year so <laughs> we're just not gonna give it to you in the, and you talk about the cowboy you talk about the cowboys jake like they bring that money in oh, my yeah. guy whether they win or not they're they're scoring touchdowns, and they're the wealthiest organization in sports in general. So you you got to do it. Rams are now you watch top six, Shannon, though. They're top. So, they're, so, yeah, the you know, Rams are— It,
0: it, yeah. it is—but I I agree with you with the, with the ratings, but it, it's—I don't know. I, I didn't love that. I will say I don't really—I don't yeah. care for my viewership because— I'm not going to have an issue seeing it because they got rid of Directv um, And now it's going to be YouTube. So it's not like it's going to be a, a pain in the ass for me, but there's, I don't know. It just, it felt kind of annoying. The week 10 buy is probably the only like the give and the take. Like that's probably the only give I see here on the schedule, but the Rams don't that's get decent. a chance to really, they don't get a chance to grow into the schedule. I think that's my biggest takeaway. They're really just coming out of the gate. Like, Hey, hope you're ready. Like, you know, it's like the rock and roller coaster ever be on that. Like, you know, you get zero to 60 in like a second. Like, I mean, you don't get a chance to be like, all right, when are we going? Is there a little bit of a, no, it's a like, you know, that's how this schedule (laughs) is, you know? So, yeah, I I mean, I feel like that's a little ridiculous, but look, end of the day, I still think they're going to win double digit games. I feel confident in that. I mean, at the very least, they're going to win seven. So we can stop talking about the tanking stuff, you know, all that. Um, but I feel confident that, and also another thing I feel the, that Sean McVay has created this, this culture that may have taken a hit last year, but they're a week to week to week team. Like they're not focusing as soon as this schedule becomes tough. It's when you look ahead. And I think Sean McVay has really pushed on his team. And I think we hear all the time, everybody in the NFL looks at, no, they don't. Like, you even told me. You're like, there there are, there, are guys that circle things on the schedule. I'm saying Sean McVay doesn't do that. There's no way. Like, the way he, he's like, you know, and I think that's the right mentality. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, I, I think I, I agree with you in a sense. Um, I do know when it comes to prepare for other teams, right? You have guys that – you have scouts that go out and say, hey, we got to prepare for this, we got to prepare yeah. for that, and they share with the coaches. But I, I think, Jake, I think Sean McVay – has the 49ers circled up nicely. I think he has the he has the Packers circled up nicely. I think he has the Bengals. Those are my the, those are the three games I think or the three teams out of this schedule that he has like he's like, "Yep, I got y'all boys lined up here." We talk about the 49ers last game of the season. I didn't give my prediction, but I think the Rams pulled that one off, Jake. I think just from oh, last wow. year not okay. finishing strong. We, yeah, we talk about finishing strong. I think the Rams finish strong with that one. I think they take the L to, to the New Orleans, like we talked about, right, week 16. But I think they they change it around. They beat the Giants and they beat the 49ers. Even though it is the end of the season, I think it'll, have to, it'll probably end up being a, a must-win scenario where, like, hey, our odds will be a little bit better if we win this game. If we don't, like, right, like, if we lose this game, we got to play Patrick Mahomes or we got to play such-and-such such or whoever, and it's like, we'd rather not do that. So we're not Patrick Mahomes, sorry. We're, we're yeah, UFC, no, I know what you mean. We had to face
0: the top dog you know what i mean though it's like you have to face the top dog in the first round
1: and you're like "Eh, i
0: don't know if i want to do that
1: yeah like do we want the eagles like i know the coordinators are gone but if the eagles are the top dog at the time like do we want to see them nah let's beat the 49ers now last game of the season we're hurting but let's let's knock them out so i think it'll be that and but those three games though jake those three teams the the packers the 49ers and the Bengals. I think Sean McVay, he's like, Hey, my younger brothers are with my ass. and like, I gotta go whip their ass now. So that'll, those are my three games that I got. Hey, Fun up. fact,
0: Mike LaFleur whipped Matt LaFleur's ass last year. The jets went into Lambeau and they won that game. No one thought they would. I actually picked them to win. And, uh, people forget Brees Hall before he got hurt. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Cam Akers is going to get let loose in that game. I don't, I don't know, but it, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be very fascinating. One thing I'll say. I went on a serious XM the other day and uh, you know, I was asked just straight up, like is Sean McVay like a year to year basis. And I want to get this out there because I think this is why I feel so confident in a turnaround. Sean McVay took that off season and really had to, he, he wasn't making a decision for this year. He was making it for the long haul and that's why he needed that time. And I think he, he gave the Rams enough time where you know, they could still operate like he made his decision pretty quickly, but still that was a lot of time after being like nose to the grindstone all year with scouting and everything. He took like two weeks and just was like, focus on myself. We talked about it. Love football again.
1: Darkness retreat. Not quite
0: (laughs) the ayahuasca (laughs) stuff. Like, no, no, not that. But uh, (laughs) that was also in the Titans video. Anyway, Um, (laughs) so are the Giants? Are no the Chargers? Uh, yeah. Chargers. You're like yeah. Uh yeah. So so with uh, McVeigh, you know I think I can't stress it enough that decision was for the long haul, and what I will have yeah. to bring up because we haven't talked about it yet, and people have been like, "Are you going to do a video on this?" And I'm like, I don't know if this is worth an entire video, but we definitely should make note that Aaron Donald said he wasn't even thinking about retirement, and. That makes me think this whole retirement thing was a ploy to get some more money, which by all means, you do you, brother. But that also is a good thing for the Rams because that means if he's not even close to retirement, why are we talking about him like he's on his way out the door? He might be here until 2027 for all we know.
1: Yeah, I mean, you never know, Drake, right? He might have had a change of heart where things in his life were probably at a tough point at the time. It's like, hey, should I focus? Should I shift my focus? And it, it, it seems like he's gotten some support and he has a system down where he's like, you know what? I can actually maintain this lifestyle. And right. He, he had Erica Donald who is his partner. Um, she was, she actually used to work for the Rams is when I was there. So great gal. Um, you know, he's, he's having a second baby with her. And so I'm sure when it comes to having a partner, happy wife, happy life. So I'm sure she was like, Hey dude, like you gotta, (laughs) you, you win this championship, but you gotta figure this out. And so, I think it was one of those things where he's like, hey, guys, like I'm going to have to back up from football because I'm not acting right. You know, and I think he figured it out. Um, And I think that just goes to say that these people are human. Aaron Donald's human. He's allowed to change his mind, right? If he's not feeling well, if life is not going the way he wants it, he's able to say, you know what, I might just cash this out, get my ring and call it a day. Like I'm kind of tired. And then get the money and be like, hey, I'm back and ready to roll, right? Same thing for Sean McVay. You know, like if he's having a down year and things are going on with his family, give the man a, a, some human time, right? Where he gets two weeks to think, think think through things, right? He has his induction to the hall of fame at Miami Ohio. So he's like, you know what? I'll be back forever, <laughs> you know? So you just got to give folks some time for that self-care to really, you know, charge up their battery and just make the decision that's best for them and their family. And thankfully they're making a decision that's great for the Rams family. And we'll see them for a long time now.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, to, to your point, I just got to give credit to McVay and, and Stafford because I mean, they made their decisions quicker than Aaron Rodgers made his. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, those guys are talking about if they want to play football again, and Aaron Rodgers is deciding which team he wants to go to, right? So, uh, you know, I don't know if I buy the ninety percent retired stuff. I think that was somewhat leverage, but um, definitely took it was way quicker than it was for the Packers and Jets to you know announce the damn trade,
1: you know. So yeah, think, and think about think about Sean Payton, Jake. Sean Payton to probably get out of that Saints contract. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna retire. And then he he did his thing. He filled his cup up. He's like, ah, I'm back again. Broncos, let's go! Right. And so, like you said. I think the retirement move might be leveraged to get out of a situation to then step into a new one. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. He totally, he, <laughs> he ripped that organization to shreds, man. Like just cause I mean how much money he had them going out and spend like the breeze contract was ridiculous. They ate so much money. And then he's like, I'm a step out. Like, you know, like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things where I just think you have to, you have to appreciate that McVeigh wasn't trying to dog the Rams after a bad year He was just like, I need some time. And he made a decision very quickly. And I don't think it affected the draft at all. I don't think it affected free agency at all. I don't think it affected hiring coaches. I mean, maybe to a degree, but they hired coaches pretty darn quickly, I thought. Because I thought it was going to be a lot longer. And then you look at Stafford, and he did it better than anybody I've ever seen. Deserves all the credit in the world because he could have done the, he could have done the Brady thing, man. He could have, you know, had a giant announcement about, he goes on his wife's podcast and she's like, are you retiring? He's like, nope. That's it. That's all he did. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, cause this guy doesn't like to be in the spotlight. Not to say Brady's all about spotlight, but we've seen guys do things different ways. And I feel like Stafford deserves credit for just doing it his way. Like in just a simple way. Yeah. And I don't really care how you do it. Authentic. Yeah, I don't care how you do it, yeah. but you do get bonus points for that. And you definitely get bonus points. Because think about how different this offseason is if Stafford's holding retirement over the Rams'
1: head. You know? Mm. Wait, so you don't give you don't give bonus points for the darkness retreat for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers at all? Creativity, I guess. No bonus. I mean I yeah. I mean, when you really look at it though that's self-care like he's taking well, his time i don't like, know i don't know if that's self-care
0: like, that's that's some that's some weirdo stuff but i mean hey they each their own i guess <laughs> i like rogers i i think you know i just like joking about him uh but i actually like rogers i think he's gonna work uh, with the jets or, or maybe it's not gonna work i don't know but i i like him um when it comes to the whole thing with pat mcfee that's where i give bonus points because those interviews were gold like he's just like wait so so what were you doing in this? What are you going to be doing in this darkness retreat? Like, do you have a toilet? Like, (laughs) it's like, you just spread like your feces everywhere. Like, well, how's that working out for you? Like, you know, and uh, yeah, Yeah. it was, it was just, it's funny. But um, yeah, I mean, I just think it's about, it's about as simple as can be. Stafford easily could have screwed the Rams if he wanted to. And he took less money as we know. um, So that was already a good sign but then he comes out and he just is like, you know what? I don't want to be in the media like crazy. I'm just going to come out and say what's happening. I'm playing again. Okay. You know, we yeah. don't need to talk about, Oh yeah. Lamar Jackson trade. Oh yeah. You know, go out and get this guy in the draft. No, I'm coming back. I'm going to play yeah. and Stafford and yeah. uh, yeah. not Stafford uh, McVeigh called Stafford, a human jugs machine yesterday. And I was yeah, like, all right, yeah. all right. I know that's PR. I, I, I know it's PR, but Man, it, it, it's the, to your point. The cannon
1: was looking good. Well, it's the, the cannon was, looking it's good. to your
0: point, cam. They've spent a lot of time away from the field. Okay. This, this is an abnormal amount of time for these guys. And one could look at this as all. Oh, they're going to be rusty. I don't know. When you get to that age, that, that time off doesn't lead to rust. I think that helps you more than, than people think. And so playing yeah. that dangerous I mean, of a sport. Based.
1: Yeah. Hey Steph Curry, yeah, that hand was hurt. What and he said, "Hey, next year we're gonna be dangerous." My man came back and won the chip. So when God, when when a dog is hurt and has a chance to heal up, they're coming back for vengeance. Aaron Donald is gonna come back for vengeance. Matthew Stafford's gonna come back for vengeance. And hey, it's it's gonna be a feast. You know, Rams Nation, let's go! Like we hey, we got some wins on our belt.
0: Yeah, and then I mean. It, those are just three guys that we talk about a lot. I mean, there's still other guys. Like what if Van Jefferson emerges into Jordy Nelson? Like we've kind of discussed, like, you know, yeah. people don't know uh, just in case people don't know, I'm believing Rams, um, Jordy Nelson for the first three seasons did not have as good a stats as Van Jefferson did through his first three seasons. Mind you, Van Jefferson also missed half he of last year. So... You know, mm-hmm. he, Jordy Nelson's fourth year contract year blows up, man. It was as good as his first three seasons combined. So how yeah. good is van? I think we're going to find that out this year because he's taking home the Big number play. two,
1: yeah.
0: uh spot like true number two. We we've seen it before. Yeah. He's the number two. No, no, no. He's the number two. Now Allen Robinson's out the door. Brandon cooks didn't end up happening. Robert Woods didn't happen and neither did OBJ. So this is his spot now Tutu Atwell, Ben Skaronic, yeah. and Puka Nakua. They can fight for that third spot, um, but it, no one is passing Van. Uh, I think he just, yes. he's too consistent on the outside. His releases are amazing, and he's got the size at 6'2", about 200 pounds. That's what you want on the outside. Like, you could say maybe Tutu Atwell becomes a better receiver over time. Maybe even he's a better receiver this year, but you're not going to put Tutu Atwell over Van Jefferson off on the outside, on the boundary. You're going to put him in the slot.
1: Yeah, big hey, big play Van Jefferson, uh, Jake. We've been talking about this. He's been making big plays all of last year. He's showing up right at the proper time, so it's about that time for him. I'm excited, and I'm, I'm hoping he stays healthy. That's the big thing is just stay healthy, please, so we can see you. See the offensive line too. Out. That's there. You go, there you go. So
0: yeah, I I think that. <laughs> we uh okay we did end up breaking it down to a degree
1: (laughs) so i mean uh
0: this episode had everything it had uh curse words it had uh (laughs) it had uh you know talking about TikToks, (laughs) anime anime. man uh an all-time low reference like just i mean it had the whole shebang but uh yeah, I think that's going to do it. Episode 162 in the books. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, review, wherever you are consuming this audio, video, whatever. Uh, be sure to follow my guy at Cameron Lynch 50. Be sure to follow me at JK Bogan. Also, if you like the NFL, we have another show in case you've been living under a rock. It is called Off the Edge, and we do it almost daily. Uh, you can find that over on our YouTube channel, Off the Edge. You can also find that at off the edge show and uh that's going to be our our twitter account but we appreciate you guys we'll see you guys next time special thanks to bit and uh we'll see man a lot of a lot of more uh, a lot more shows to come with believe in rams Uh, we're going to be talking about this team a lot i have a feeling it's going to be a lot more exciting than last year uh, because i think you and i had the energy but (laughs) uh the the team team did it the team did it so
1: so vamos vamos rams (laughs) vamos
0: rams is right so we'll see you guys uh next time you guys uh you know take care and enjoy your
1: weekend later folks